Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast. Tonight's a bit of a first. I'm joined by my first rock band on the show. The whole band is here. It's the horror. Welcome to the Hell Waffle yeah. Shop. All right, man. Yo, yo, yo. yo. How, how are you doing? Fantastic, actually. Fantastic. Yeah. Ecstatic. Just, just come back from America, from Texas. I saw that. Texas. How, how was the trip? It was great. Long. It was really good. Yeah, long, busy. It doesn't even feel real. Like we're still kind of jet lagged. I slept yeah. sixteen hours last night. Wow, yeah. longest sleep. That's impressive. Yeah. Anything from? Oh, now we're talking. Well, expensive margaritas, but yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you're the 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 sensible one. He, he right or... I just look after our money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen a hundred and sixty dollars go out for six margaritas. <laughs> Yeah, they made of gold. Well, <laughs> well we we thought it would have been yeah. no, fucking frozen. Do you reckon America has like their like their equivalent of spoons? So I feel like we're onto something. Yeah. We did. Have, we we were speaking to uh, somebody about this when they was they were talking about the price of things, and we was like, "Well, we have a spoons where you can get like food and a drink for about three quid." Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think they do. I don't no, think they do, but um, we didn't see much. We did get a one dollar uh, cans of Lone Star beer. Oh yeah, which was a, which wow. was a steal. Yeah, that was good. good. How was that? Because it it sounds exquisite. How how was the taste? It's like the classic Texan <clears throat> beer. Yeah, it's actually good. It's like a Budweiser kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just a standard mm. lager, but it was like. Texan, Texan brew. <laughs> Lone Star, man. The Lone Deep Star South. State. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when when in Rome, you've got exactly. To, you got know, to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle, and it's something that, quite frankly, gets on my goat. That once I've spoken to my guests about, it makes me feel a little bit better. Quite a lot of them are petty, but it, it stops it snowballing into the bigger thing. So. Obviously, feel free to get involved. But mm. the thing that's been really pissing me off this week, and I don't know if you can see it, but it's spots. Oh. And you can see that. Oh, it's huge. It looks like I've got a full-blown nipple. <laughs> and it's like, I'm in my 30s now, and I feel like I've dealt with this like 15 years ago. Why am I still having to deal with this? Uh, you know, I had a big old spot at the side of my lip for about two weeks. I'm like, why is it not mm. going? It's always where it seems when there's something big coming up as well. Like, oh, you've got an event or a recording. It's like, got my first rock band. I know what'll impress them. I'll grow a tit on my forehead. (laughs) That'll really show them. (laughs) 
No, you can't notice, yeah. man. Honestly, you're a handsome dude. Yeah. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. So, to be fair, apart from obviously the, I'm, I'm going to say it. Obviously, there was an incident before we hit the record button, which I imagine when you're on a tour bus, that might be quite quite annoying. <laughs> Is there yeah. anything that you guys, obviously, when you're on tour or just in life in general, that gets on your nerves that you want to share today? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, where do we start? <laughs> yeah. Uh, farting's a big thing, man. The farting is but a, it, a big thing. It depends on the mood. If we're all in a giddy mood, yeah. it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. Fart, but if, we, if we're tired and someone lets go of that round stains, then it's just. <laughs> Josh oh. has a habit of Josh has a habit of waiting as he did before of waiting until he's in an environment where you can't escape it. Oh, well, that is annoying. Mm. I mean, like, we'll be at a service station getting food. And you're obviously outside walking so that you can get rid of all that brown ass there. <laughs> brown <laughs> and then he decides as soon as we shut the van doors and we're on our way, that's when he goes. That's well. I mean, yeah. strategic farts, I guess. We'll, yeah. we'll label them as. Yeah. On his party. Tasteful farts. Great. But unsolicited. <laughs> yeah. Non-consensual. It's, it's a no-go. Yeah. yeah. It's bad, but <laughs> in 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 just general pet peeves, I absolutely can't stand people that eat loudly and with the mouth. Yes, there's no need for that. Start a full on fight with you if you. I like it. I like the ASMR. You know, like <laughs> oh no, it's all tingly. It guy. depends. Yeah, it depends what's yeah. being eaten. I guess. Well, I don't know. Our our sound guy. Has this thing where he will come up to you and go like this and go, oh yeah, I just couldn't hear you fucking eating it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the that's my biggest pet peeve. Mm. Um, what's mine? Me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've got the sensible one, the problem, <laughs> and then I'll work out what the other one is <laughs> as we go on. <laughs> Loud noises in the morning, big one. Yeah, me. probably loud noises in the morning. I like, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, is that really loud noise or is that just like people talking? The problem, again. Uh, no, it, it, just anything that's like, anything that's past certain decibel before a certain time that's appropriate, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we do live quite nocturnal lives sometimes and that combined with the fatigue can make yeah. one quite hypersensitive <laughs> loud noises when that is your job. So again, unsolicited and non-consensual <laughs> loud noises. I'm fucked. That are followed with a quite a repulsive smell. <laughs> I see where this is going. I'm just that? I, 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 I love everyone. This guy's just, yeah. <laughs> That's what a problem would say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one of the conversations that I love having, especially when I have a musical guest on the show, is how that journey started. Like I've had people on here who said that like they've been to certain gigs or they've heard certain songs or they kind of fell in love with an instrument. How did like your story start? How did like the first steps into music begin? I I remember what made me want to play guitar. I was watching Kerrang and Nice. And uh, I believe in a thing called Love by the Darkness came on. And classic. That, which is a classic song. Incredible. Yeah. Hells yeah. Uh, and that video is so like glam rock with like Justin Hawkins in his like sequined <laughs> onesie. And there's an, an incredible guitar work in it as well. And I remember the guitar solo was like behind a wall of martial amps on like a spaceship when he's in his like silver sequined gown. Yeah. And, I th- and I thought that was the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I still, it's still pretty hard to beat. It's still pretty hard to beat. Mm. But I, uh, that was, yeah, that was, that was it. I thought, wow, this guy's the coolest fucking thing in the world, and I, and I want to be that cool. Love that. Similar, Love similar story with me. I, would, I used to be obsessed with watching. Uh, well, my parents used to get me live DVDs of Robbie Williams in concert, and I had nice. about three of them that I used to just watch on repeat in my room. And I, I just used to look at this guy and think, bloody hell everyone loves this guy and he's amazing. Like he just does whatever he wants. I'm like, that's what I want to do. So just wanted to be Robbie Williams for about Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think, so I used to beatbox when I was a kid. 
uh, just being like super skits when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what, actually? Lily Allen taught me how to beatbox. Oh, hell yeah. I, I don't know why this is like a core memory, but like I remember she had like a TV show on BBC Three back in the day, and it was always like I'm sure it was like Boots and Cats. Yeah, that's the classic. That's the classic. classic. So yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I used to beatbox when I was like a kid in primary school, and then um, I went to a school show for my brother's like year eleven, whatever, and a bloke, a lad there who I'm still in touch with. Uh, played a drum solo, and I, rem- I remember thinking, "Holy shit! Like that's the same thing that I do with my mouth. Yeah. Maybe I can try that." And then I tried it, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, really. Oh, yeah. I love it, to be fair. So, how did like you go from, especially from like this is how it started, from like Justin Hawkins to Robbie Williams to a beatboxer, to kind of like to the sound that like you guys are like you know known for now. Oh, it's a long journey, man. Long journey. <laughs> Evolution, as we call it. You know, I think we were all, before the band, we were all doing our own thing individually as musicians. And, you know, when we came together, we all had like individual influences, music tastes. And even still yeah. to this day, I think what makes our sound, you know, unique and us is the fact that we are all very, you know, inspired by different things. But I guess now more so than ever, we're inspired more by the same things. But, um, I don't know, man. Like, if you spoke to us when we started the band, we we like we're, we would have been a completely different band. Like, you yeah. say the band we are today probably started just after lockdown, mm. when we started playing festivals for the first time, and we were introduced yeah. to this different audience. And now we're just all about the fucking rock, man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> energy and I don't know. We we we've always wanted to break boundaries, though. We've always wanted to have fun and. And put on a show, and I think that's the main thing that sort of creates who we are, creates ourselves. Love that. Do you still remember that like first time that you like like took that first step out on stage as like the three of you? Like what? How was that feeling? Like was there a level of like? Yeah, man. Technically, it wasn't marking. 2017. uh Oh, yeah, the first proper, first proper, first gig. proper yeah, gig. Yeah. It is, yeah, it was Morecambe Carnival 2017. Yeah, and it was. Uh, is it August? I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. was yeah. yeah, and uh, it was mad. It was really bloody good. It was actually yeah. a sick gig. <laughs> it was a big gig for like a, it was like a little like a festival in Morecambe. So it was like a few for people out there. Yeah. And we we I remember we did this thing where we walked on stage with bandanas around our face, like we we're like gangsters. We walked, out. <laughs> no one could see our face, and we had this big dramatic intro. Um. Yeah, and it was pretty. We whipped off the back down. Here they are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is, it, is it nice, like, seeing, like, the crowds, like, slowly get bigger and bigger? Because, obviously, you guys have, like, hit, like... Because I, I was speaking to my sister, actually, because this is who I live with, and I was saying about who I'm recording with tonight, and she was like, I saw them at Reading. Oh, oh, no way. So I was just like, so it's going from that, like, kind of, like, Morecambe, say, and then... Have you guys looked back and be like, fuck, okay, like, we're, we're smashing it here, like, to getting onto, like, these big, big stages? I think for me, like, the the guy I was in the band at the start would think the guy who's in the band now is so cool, and I think I love that. Mm. Like, That's what it's know. about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like this guy, yeah, man. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, we, we very rarely uh, reminisce on stuff we've done. Um, it's obviously there. And like we we know what the big points were, like download first time mm. we played that and the last time we played it was fucking unbelievable. Um same with like main stage running the leads, that was all crazy. But it's the same I suppose it's a bad thing in a way, is all you always want more and you always want the next thing to be yeah. better and better. So uh, it's very easy to get caught up in that mindset mm. and not appreciate what you've done yeah, just yeah. as much like we were talking about this last week because mm. we were in Texas first American yeah. shows I've never been to America before and I think it's absolutely wild that the first <laughs> time I get to go to America is via the, you know yeah. the music something that's, that you've created that's, yeah that's mind-blowing but because you, it's easy to get caught up in this rat race you, it, it, it doesn't like doesn't process as, as, as well as it should do yeah almost. So there lies quite a, quite an issue, like a bit of an issue, really. It's like, mm. yeah, quite I think something that I think is somewhat 
it's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How how do you navigate it? Because obviously, I'm I'm very obviously we talk about music and mental health like a hell of a lot on the show, and I've took quite a lot of my biggest coping mechanisms now purely just by having these kind of conversations. How do you navigate the kind of those kind of feelings of like overwhelm or like okay shit I've I've done this like it's even like I feel like even as men like feeling proud can sometimes be a a weird emotion for us to feel. Yeah, Absolutely. like we fucking, we still do. Like, you know, we've been through it all and we have fucking shit days and, the, mm. you know, the doubt, especially, you know, trying to trying to make it in music. And, you know, especially for us, we've always said since we started, we want to be fucking selling out arenas and that's the only goal we have. You know, we want to be there and we still believe it to this day. That's that's where we're going to be. And I mean, that's a big thing when we do cool stuff. We're like, yeah, but we're not selling out an arena yet. And it's like, you know, it's it's that sort of striving for these massive goals I think sometimes does take its toll and you forget to appreciate stuff so mm. I think it is like you're saying like guys especially it find it hard I think because we don't talk about it as much yeah. we just had a conversation before we on a different interview and talking about like we just chat as, as much as we can like mm. if we come in the studio and the vibes are a bit down sometimes we'll just be like right what's going on why do we feel like this and as soon yeah. as we talk about it it's you know we're back to back to the rat race again aren't we but, um, <laughs> yeah i think just to trying to appreciate it more is a big thing yeah appreciate the shit we're doing because it is amazing mm-hmm. the stuff we've done the stuff we're doing um just taking a step back and yeah. like giving yeah. yourself a moment to breathe and reflect is is a big thing it's what i tried to do last week and um yeah, I wish I had a proper answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but I, I do find it like, we're all really interesting. Yeah, because yeah. it's these kind of because especially when you do, you know, you have these moments of like, okay, this is like fucking incredible what I'm doing in the moment. But I don't think we kind of give ourselves enough credit for those, you know, the moments that it took to get there. You know, I think especially in this generations, we're all focused like on the end goal that sometimes we miss out on some like incredible moments that are happening right in front of our face. So I, I love having these conversations to kind of, because they, they are powerful. And I think these are the kind of things that are key to getting you to where you need to be because it's just an extra tool in your toolkit. That's it, man. Yeah. It's, it's exactly that. And what I was saying before, like thinking about who like we were five years ago looking at us now like we'd probably be so proud of like what we're doing the fact like yeah. you know the way we create music now the way we like communicate with people in the industry and like the show we put on like all these little things that might not seem that significant but in, when you look back it's like fucking hell like we've yeah. done all that it's pretty fucking cool man and to be able to like you know we got to the point now where we you know make somewhat of a living for our music which is like we've only just started managed to do that the last year where we paying ourselves um each month is massive really yeah, you know we're making yeah. money through what we love which is is great so. that's the best job in the world surely you're getting paid for doing something that you love to do mm. 100%, is it there's, there's a there's a question that especially when i have a music guest on like you know when it comes to artists and stuff like you put a lot of like your personal experience emotion you know vulnerabilities like all into these like incredible like anthemic songs how do you like cope when they're sang back to you like is there moments with certain songs or whatever it might be and you hear it someone else saying it back to you that you feel a bit like well okay mm. yeah it's crazy one of the things that i remember so well um and to put it into perspective we all play within ears in um it's hard to tell in the moment isn't it yeah with with like it's got, you've got click you've got tracks you've got everyone else in those ears and you don't one thing we don't have is crowd sound yeah and um when we had when we played download the last time and it got to the it got to our song friends and it got to the chorus of it and the crowd was so loud doing the dirt da 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 oh my and i actually took one of my ears out just to listen to the crowd because it was so amazing and overwhelming and one of the first things we said when we came off was like did you hear the crowd like on that part that was insane so one that's one of the things that just sticks with you of like you say like hearing crowds sing stuff back to you um yeah it's nuts it's a it's a cool feeling i think that's like one of the main beautiful things about live music and you know when we haven't played a gig for a while 
think one of the main reasons we get down is because it's so hard to see like the results of the work you've been doing and like yeah. so the album for example we're going on tour in a few weeks and we're going to play the album for the first time i think you know the first time we hear people singing our new music back it's like that feeling is there it's like fucking hell we have actually connected yeah with people here. And, you know all that stress and anxiety and all it was all worth it you know what i mean so, no i have a lot of respect for that I... yeah man there's there's an element that i'm kind of feeling with you guys that you're very open and honest like when it comes to like you mentioned about like you know when there is like a bit of a vibe in the studio or wherever it might be that you know you encourage the conversation has that always been the case or has there been kind of things that have happened to like actually no i I need to kind of be this open when it comes to that kind of thing i think like it's weird was we met like you know, we, we have our bicker, bickering sometimes, but we've never like had any massive falling out or anything. I think the reason is because since the start, we've always had that communication and, you know, yeah. I think we feel it. When, when they sum it up, we're like, we need to get it out because it ruins everything, man. We can't, you can't work when there's that sort of vibe and because making music, playing music is all about yeah. having a good vibe and, you know, especially trying to like achieve your dreams and achieve what we want to do. Like, if we're not, if someone's just like not feeling good, it's it's hard to to get that going. And yeah, I don't know. What about you? Do you guys feel that? I don't know. I yeah, no, I'm sure, man. I think it's been natural. Yeah, natural is a good word for it. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, we, we we've always just kind of um, held communication in the high regard, and of yeah. course, communication in any area, regardless of what it is, is key. It's paramount. But without a doubt, in music, it's it's even more important because music is about expression and and yeah. and, you sh- and you need to feel comfortable in, in yourself and if there is an atmosphere then obviously n- number one you've got to talk to you've got to talk about it if, if you're feeling down or whatever you've definitely got to talk about it but i think we're all very receptive of each other so mm. if, if you might notice maybe one of us might be down so immediately we're just like what's wrong yeah <laughs> <How are you? laughs> don't do it <laughs> yeah. i think, no, so I think like it's it. really refreshing so, I was just going to say, like, the, the nature of, like, you know, our, our career and the people we've met and the experiences we've, we've had, I think it's sometimes it's hard to, like, trust people around you. And I think yeah. knowing that we can, no matter what, trust each other is really important because, you know, mm. it is the Wild West, man. Like, there's yeah. so many characters out there. Do you know what I get a real sense of that? Like, even, like, two minutes into the recording, I can sense there's, like, a real kind of strong bond with you guys. Which is really nice. We just snog each other like it. Um, like, you know, it's all kisses and farts in this room. Yeah. So I can feel the love and the smell. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's one thing, because obviously when you think of like these like incredible like rock bands and stuff like that, like there's an element that, especially from the outside looking in, of confidence. Like you have got to have some bollocks to walk out on that stage night after night and do like what you do. Do you have to like psych yourself up to get into that mindset of like, right, let's go. Like, do you have anything like rituals or anything before you get out on stage? Yes, we do. And we made a mistake. We made our first mistake when we were in America. So we've had this this ritual we've, we've done for years now. Whenever we go on stage, we come together hands in the middle and then I do a little bit of a motivational speech you know it, it changes each time but it's usually like right we're best band in the world we're going to go out there and we're going to destroy every member in the audience it's going to be absolutely carnage take no prisoners you know what I mean and then at the end of it we all lift our hands up and we go not to the game that's, the game. that's our <laughs> motto right but we played our first show in America on Monday and for some reason we just forgot to do it and like his guitar nice. cut out after the first song the sound was all wrong on stage, and it, you know what? I think it's because we didn't do the ritual. So, is, is there any superstitious like vibes with that? Well, well I mean, on the Friday we did do it, and it was a great show. And it was, it, it was a huge success. I mean, yeah, can't argue with the facts. Yeah, so <laughs> can't argue with that. I love it. I, I find it so interesting. Like I had, like obviously, I have like a wide range of guests on, and I've had people on here who do like like they say a prayer, they do like a little quick FaceTime or they call their mom beforehand just to get that like reassurance. So I love kind of tapping into the mind, especially like, well, because obviously you were my first rock band actually on the show. So it's, oh, yeah. it's not a refreshing that, conversation. That's rock and roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true rock and roll. 
with festivals, mm-hmm. I think it's like, yeah, the, the, the ritual is a big part of it. Well, it. With live performances in general, our ritual is a big part of it. But festivals yeah. are pretty like hype. Like Monday was chaotic. Wasn't it? I'm not mm. surprised we, we yeah, forgot it. It was a chaotic day. Um, but then on our tour shows, I think we all listen to music. Yeah. You know? Yeah, our biggest anxiety when we played is not like our performance or or anything like that. The biggest thing we worry about is like the sound because there's so much that goes into our sound. It's not just us three. It's like we've got like bass running, backing vocals, keys, sims, you know, other guitars, and there's so much going out. And if we don't have that time, so like on Monday, we didn't have a sound check, like so much can go wrong. So I think whenever we play a show, we, we always like to get in the venue early, make sure it's all set up. And as you know, if we know our ears are going to sound good, then we're pretty relaxed and we just go out there and smash it. So, yeah, it's just a hard life, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting, though, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. Won't be doing anything else. (laughs) There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What would you be doing if it wasn't? Did you, did you ever have like a boring job before this? You had a couple. Yeah, of, uh... I've done. I've done. I have worked at various different places. <laughs> I've been fired for most of most of. My <laughs> jobs. Um, what have I done? Some bar work before. Been fired from both my bar jobs. Um, worked at a hotel for a little bit, which was nice. Oh, nice. Um, uh, what else have I done? I think you were hit Clarks or somewhere. Oh, I worked at Gap, got fired from Gap as well. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, man, oh, I worked at Student Finance. That was probably like my my most adult job that I had, which was really good, actually. I did enjoy that. If it's got finance in the title, it's it's a real, (laughs) real job. I think it's like the people you work with, without a doubt, regardless of the job. If you're with a good team or if you're with the good people, it makes it. Oh, it's make or break. Yeah, 100%. I guess it's like being in a band, isn't it? Because I imagine if there's like, if it doesn't kind of click, then I imagine with like creativity and kind of differences and stuff like that, it might not kind of, I guess, look and sound as good as it should do. Yeah, man. Like if you, what, the, you, you're performing for like an hour and a half and then there's the other, you know, 23, 22 hours in the day where you've got a you in each other's spaces yeah in each other's pockets all the time and you've definitely got to get along and 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 we do and we laugh a lot and uh <laughs> it's, yeah it's good fun <laughs> yeah, the, the tall van is our sacred place yeah. like no one can hear what goes on in that van anything we goes. have we have the best time you know and, uh... <laughs> i was about to say i don't i think from this the sound you made at the start of this i don't want to hear what oh, yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm never letting you live this down. <laughs> it's all right, man. I, I'm comfortable with me and my ass. So yeah. He's comfortable. <laughs> Too comfortable. Too comfortable. I don't know what I'd be doing if I wasn't a musician. I'd probably, I'm quite an anti-social guy. I've got like my group of friends. And if you're not in my group of friends. He doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're out. Um, but yeah, I'd probably... I'd probably be doing something where I pretty much work on my own. So like fishing, I'd be a fisherman or competitive. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be doing fishing competitions on all the time and all that sort of stuff. Or I'd just be, I don't know, I'd be doing my properties and something where no one can wind me up. <laughs> no one can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I feel, like the, feel like this has slowly turned into a... <laughs> 
Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. I feel like this has slowly turned into a job interview. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> very much like Lord Sugar at the minute. <laughs> to be fair, there's there's obviously we've we've got to talk about the album. Drops on the seventh of April. Hell yeah. And from the conversation that we've had previously, I'm kind of I'm guessing the name of the obviously the album's survival mode. I kind of understand it with the build-up we've had to it. Like, is there anything that you can tell me about it? Because even the title, Survival Mode, kind of gives off the vibe that there's been a struggle to get to this point. Yeah. Is there anything you kind of... What can you tell me about it? It's uh, it's everything to do with what we spoke about, you know, our whole experience as a band being in the music industry, like surviving and conquering and meeting people and you know, meeting good people, bad people, and a big part of it as well, which we spoke about as well, is, you know, mm. battling our own thoughts, our anxieties and fear and all that sort of stuff, all compiled into one album. You know, I think each song sort of touches on that from what we've experienced. And, you know, we, we even like to create characters in songs as well. So yeah. we don't like to tell people what our songs are about. We want people to listen and feel something and, you know, make their own story with, within that. Um but what we what we have done is via our music videos have created a whole new story around survival mode where we get sucked into a game and we battle this big devil character. Oh, that! <laughs> and it, you know, we, each song is a different level, and that's sort of like our fun uh, visual representation of what it's about. You know, so the devil is this big bad guy that is all the stuff that we are fighting against. So, yeah, man, we're just trying to survive and we're trying to win this game that we're in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what though? Like, I get a real sense of this. Like, I feel like you are winning. Like, the being as open, and you are like you've obviously with like being in a rock band, you've got like the, you know, that you've got to have the look. And honestly, like, it's so nice because obviously when it comes to like judgment and stuff, like, oh, it's the rock band, blah blah blah, you know, smashing TVs and all that kind of stuff. But hearing how open and honest you guys are is so fucking like respect worthy. Like it's it's incredible. Yeah. It's the new rock and roll, you know. Girls, yeah. Being kind is rock and roll. Yeah. That's the thing. Like na- like nowadays, we we were speaking about this the other day, and it even goes. It lends itself to like the drinking and and partying and all that sort of shit. Everyone expects us because we go out and play fucking songs in drop E or whatever that we're gonna <laughs> that we're gonna be absolutely chaos. And when you meet us, we're gonna be absolute yeah, idiot surprised aren't you and, yeah and all yeah. that sort of stuff but we barely we don't really drink we'll have like a, a pint to be like yeah well done uh but we don't really drink we don't do drugs we don't do any of that sort of stuff um we're just nice lads a, let the, <laughs> mu- just, let the music do the talking something that we like to do we, it's it's something that we've grown up loving and wanting to be in um so it's just i think i feel that's probably one thing we struggled with within the industry is that and there's a lot of people that have a fake persona um yeah. and put on a character and we like we hate that so much. Mm. I think that's probably like why we struggle to integrate in certain like communities yeah. because we're like that's not really got time for it. Like, yeah. Why are you acting not like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> shouldn't even that shouldn't even be the case, but it, without a doubt is like yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. And yeah. the further we've got in our career, the more obvious yeah, we make it to you yeah if we know that you're a, a bullshitter basically or are we if we know that your persona is completely fake we've just we don't we met a bloke the other day that come <laughs> and spoke to us and he put on this accent and put oh, on this man. fake like what guy and we we literally just looked at him and he ended up saying to you he was like you don't look too impressed do you bro and he was just like no <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. <laughs> so, you're from Oxford. Stop it. <laughs> it's like, why are you talking like that? <laughs> it, was, it was so it is, weird. But yeah. Here's what it is. I'll be real, man. I mean, you know, what's the point? If you yeah. if you've been someone that you're not, at the end of the day, it's just like why why man? Yeah. It's why a massive waste of time, isn't it? It's just like yeah. if mm. it's I I to fair from someone who spent a huge part of my life kind of with this kind of weird ego of like oh you know i can't do anything wrong like not like in a bad way but you know like with the situations and like my personal life i felt like i was like untouchable in a way 
and then there's been obviously certain moments that have been a real hard reality check to be like you know what looking back that wasn't even who I was mm-hmm. and it's like now like stepping out into like my own skin and having these kind of conversations like you don't realize like how impactful they actually are and being honest and being yourself and like staying true to like your core and like your values that's what people respect that's what people buy into yeah for sure it's definitely done as well like you know the good people we've met i think the reason you know we've gotten so well with with those people and why the relationships are still there is like you know we go on stage we act like absolute maniacs i think i'm gonna tell a story where we we played this festival and I ended up getting reported because they thought I was on drugs on stage. Like there was a whole what? community page on Facebook about how the lead singer was on drugs and it completely false. I was, I'm just fucking go crazy. Yeah. But like, you know, anyway, going back to the point is we put it all on stage and then off stage, we just, we chilled out guys, man. You know, we yeah. want to have a good time. With survival mode then from what we've kind of spoke about already, has there been like a therapeutic effect with writing these songs and even like performing them live that you've you felt with this album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, well, we've only actually performed four of them live, five, five of them live, mm-hmm. six of them, six. <laughs> so we, we're performing the full album on our tour, obviously. Um, but in terms of writing them, I guess so. I guess without knowing, it's writing music and, you know, this. I, I know this, for me personally, writing a lot of these songs is a lot of my feelings and stories that are in them lyrics and, you know, yeah. it's definitely therapy in a way, I guess, for sure. Mm. Um, I think, yeah. I think when, once we start to, like, really, really run it on tour, that's when, from the first day, when we, when we open it up in Sheffield, it'll be, it'll be apparent, like, what songs connect yeah from a from a personal point of view but also from a crowd point of view i think the ultimate road test is to literally get out on the road and and perform them and your your energy combined with like how how the crowd is vibing kind of all congeals into this this mega mix of emotions that will carry on post post performance and your opinion of it will be changed so the songs i'm really looking forward to maybe that's the way i can answer your questions the songs i'm looking forward to playing on this on the on this new tour from the album are yeah basically every single one <laughs> I'm about to say every this single one to, that. to see what happens yeah wow. it does make and break a song though live like we've mm. played songs live yeah. for the first time and then we've never played them again because like, it yeah. just doesn't work <laughs> you know uh, and then these songs like uh, got a song called Die in the City that didn't really get a lot of support on the place when we first release it but after doing it live it's become one of our most popular songs yeah. same with song Friends you know, so I think that we kind of like to write a song and not get too attached. I think that's probably why we're struggling to answer because we write a song, we leave it, we release it, and then yeah. we kind of gauge it from from there, you know, and and see how it goes live. So mm. we yeah. even got songs that do that have done really well online, but like Zach says, they just don't work live. Like live yeah. is just a completely different vibe, especially with our show. And like Josh says, with us being so like chaotic and it so much energy with it if then if then something takes that away but not in a not in a way that we want it to we've obviously got bits of our set that are less mate like mental but if it does does it in a different way and too much or it doesn't quite connect then yeah we don't we don't play them I feel like you're the the most chilled out people I've ever had on this show. And I was expecting like, it's it's weird, isn't it? Like, especially if I'm like a, I keep labeling obviously the rock band and stuff, but like, I actually feel like I'm just sat in my living room having a beer with a mate. Hell yeah. Sometimes. Come round, man. We got some beers. (laughs) Oh, well, I'll bring the Febreze. (laughs) (laughs) We did actually have a glass. We actually got some. You don't need to. We got some. With with the tour coming up, obviously, I imagine there's a lot of excitement and stuff, and that comes with like maybe some nerves with that. Music is my biggest coping mechanism. So when things get a little bit too much, my headphones go in, I've either got the music on or a podcast or whatever it might be, just to kind of help me navigate those kind of emotions. With you guys obviously heading out on tour, like is there anything from a coping mechanism point of view that you kind of 
take on tour with you or what is it from a day-to-day point of view that help you get through when it does get a bit chaotic um i think it's similar to what you said before like we talk to each other all the time each other is our coping mechanism as well like so easy to talk to each other and get each other's vibe constantly understand when when someone's feeling down or or anything and constantly talking um i think personally or individually we all like our own space at certain times um and we're all very respectful of that like if one of us is chilling or wants to take himself off to watch something or or go for a nap or do literally whatever they want like practice on their own you we never really interrupted in in that sort of vibe so yeah i think there's a massive amount of respect with each other for that sort of stuff um i don't think there's anything like material wise that i'll take on tar take like like you say like headphones and yeah uh we always have a pack of cards and that but, yeah nice yeah. i think one thing for me that i love to do when we go into a venue is find like a room that i yeah. can scream and shout in with no one else around so I get quite anxious wow. about my voice. It's something I'm working on, guys. But uh, um, I like to get a room where I can just be like, make loads of noise, you know, yeah. and just be by myself and my loud voice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we know about that. You know about that. <laughs> Especially in the mornings. <laughs> uh, I'm quite similar to yourself. I, I listen to, I make sure, like the worst thing I could do is forget my headphones. That would be uh, catastrophic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would yeah. I would hate that. I have to listen to me. I listen to music all the time. Like all the time. So yeah, gotta be gotta be that. It's the vibe supplier, you know, it, it gets you in the mood, creates the atmosphere. <laughs> and, uh, in yeah, in the mornings, afternoons, evenings, after a gig, all the time. Gotta be well fed, actually. That's a big one. Yeah, I can't yeah. survive without food, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gotta get that. Custard creams. Yeah, biscuits. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> solid. <laughs> Bag of the Gibbs. Yeah. Bag of the Gibbs. We, we, we have an Xbox as well in our van, um, which is a great you don't thing. More games we do. I was literally going to say, <laughs> I might put my little one out there. Nice. So when we put it on the Wi-Fi, we can just play whatever. Mm. Anyway, there's an Xbox <laughs> in our van that Dick. is, that, that is very, um, very good when we're all a bit bored. We can watch a film. We can do, I'd need to get a new HDMI for nice. it. Nice. Uh, the, you need to get Rocket League. Man. Yeah, I've oh. got I've got that on my other one. So oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, cool. So yeah, <laughs> this is turning to a shopping cool list. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So we do all that, play games, watch films, whatever, and just have fun. Really. Do Do you guys have a rider? Yeah, we're what? quite smart with it. See, this is our business minds. You see, so we do get like a set amount of money for each venue where we can have like this food all that sort of stuff but we're like no and that money's ours so like the yeah like this is the this, we're going to give you this money to get yourself food and blah 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 and blah or the promotion team or whatever um and yeah we're just like this is the essentials everything else if we want something we'll go out and get it but if not we, keep the money. Keep, yeah. Keep the money. Keep the money. Yeah. Our essentials is like tea, coffee, water. <laughs> yeah. That's it. All the stuff that comes free at a service station. Yeah. Someone stiffed us though once. We went to we we did one rider and it was like we want water and a packet of Mawans and it was like seventy quid. And we Why were, what happened? Do you not remember that? No. Oh, it's right. the first yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um Wait, what? I can't. You can't say that. Then. <laughs> so it, it was a certain show. Um, okay, yeah, and they no. charged, and yeah, it was like a, a crate of waters, like twelve waters, which in Aldi is like four quid. Yeah, they charged us like seventy for it, and it was literally Aldi waters. It wasn't like they'd gonna got loads of bottles of Voss. Voss. Yeah, like, that's insane. Like, yeah. We knew what waters it was, and they way overcharged for it so and that was the last time that we allowed the rider to be bought before we got in and got yeah. the rider money if that makes sense so there's a big insight for you yeah that's, a good that's interesting that's a good, yeah that's a quality band tip yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially from yeah. the moam point of view oh yeah 
And they weren't even they were even real mounds as well. Oh yeah, they were fake. Oh man. mate, no, they've mugged you right off there. <laughs> Never again. No. I have three final questions oh. for you guys. And I find it really interesting again from a music point of view. Because especially because I, I like to I like I love a playlist. So these kind of songs that are gonna follow when I ask you about them, they either get added to the playlist or they get put straight into the bin i can't imagine it takes a lot or it might do to be fair what songs need to be playing to get you guys on the dance floor oh okay okay this guy will dance to anything yeah 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 yeah. all the time yeah 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 anything i can shake my ass to really i'm not a dancer i'm like a i'm like a football crowd sing-along guy that makes respect sense. So that in the middle yeah and give it some um i like anything like anthemic emo old school yeah, yeah. 2000s but uh, to be fair just any any good bloody my, rocking tunes my dad's really really good at remembering lyrics as well and like singing along mm. so i've constantly got like him singing I said, I said, it's times like these you learn to live again. I said, times like these you learn. I said, it's times like, and just sing it over and over and over, over, and over. over. Yeah, so anything, anything that my dad will sing one line to and then keep singing that one line, I'll join in. Yeah. Well, like I mean, that. I don't, I don't, I don't dance too much, so. <laughs> okay, on the flip side of that, is there songs that kind of, like if you're in a bit of a funk, that bring out the emotion or is there songs that kind of pull on the heartstrings a little bit with you anything from john mayer's continuum album his born and raised album and room for squares as well just john mayer nice song that really gets me is um particles by nothing but fees but the piano version okay yeah yeah cracking choice what about me? Uh, don't know, you know. He doesn't cry ever. No, I've never. <laughs> uh, I'd say just like metal stuff. Listen, if I if I'm ever if I'm ever like in a Get down that. place, I li- I listen to metal that I've not heard before because it like yeah. inspires me. If that makes sense. So I've recently just um gone through a period of. Listening to Meshuggah quite a lot. Yeah. Listening to um, like Gujira and all these bands that I've heard like way in the past and like listen to like every once or twice, like the individual song. But yeah, I like listening to new music and, and new challenging stuff when I'm in that sort of mood, really, because it re inspires me. Yeah. It's so powerful, though, isn't it? Like, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, I mean, obviously, you're the experts when it comes to it. Obviously, you create these kind of you know, these bodies of work that do this for the people, but like how certain songs can take you back to like those kind of moments or those kind of emotions. Like it's, it blows my mind how it even works. Like I'm sure there's some kind of scientific reasoning behind it, but it's so powerful. There's actually a book about the science in songs, how to make a hit song. It's a, it's a real thing. Whether it's true or not, I don't, I don't know. But there is a book. There's a book somewhere. There's a, There's book. a book somewhere. There's a book on everything. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. One final question. If there was one song that you kind of were able to put into a box and then just put it to the side or set fire to it or tie some rocks to it and throw it in the ocean <laughs> and so you never heard it again, what song would it be? That song for me... I mean, it'd be anything from her, but the one song... Oh, oh God, there's some... <laughs> oh, we're straight in there. <laughs> the one song that uh, Brendan Yori did with Taylor Swift oh, is yeah. fucking horrendous. Yeah, that so, uh, yeah. I'd, that was like the turning point as well in his career. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the game. We love fucking boxing it. Yeah. And he released this and it was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Panic of the Disco is spitted up. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, literally. Do a song of it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably say like, that's true. Megan Trainer. Megan mm. Trainer. 
Solid. Mm. Does anything bite Megan Trainor? That Kanye West and Lil Pump song I could probably go without hearing. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. I was actually listening to Lil Pump yesterday because he released a rock song and it's called like Lil Pump X Heavy. It's not cool. Oh no, it's uh... really it's bad. I'll put. I'll have to show you after this. It right. is bad. It is. It is bad. So anything by Lil Pump. I miss the old Kanye. Yeah, so does everybody. Yeah, yeah. Lost his mind. Yeah. Although that interview with uh, Pierce Morgan, I did find interesting. There's there's some genius Mm. in there, but it is is crazy. I think I've I think he is a genius. I think anyone, especially people like Rick Rubin as well. Like Mm. I would love like he's dream guest for me. Just kind of just to sit down with him and just hear like the stories, how he does what he does. Like, I mean, I wish. I had an ounce of musical talent just so I could actually understand it. But just, I'm I'm quite happy with watching from afar what you guys get to do. Honestly, guys, you have been a pleasure to have a waffle with. Like, best of luck with the album and obviously the tour. But thank you for joining me for a waffle. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. It's been a, yeah, it's been a pleasure at our end as well. Yeah. Pleasure yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> even, even in the butthole at the start. Even the yeah. first. <laughs> the day. Well, you know, it's, it's the first. It's, a, it's an evening of first. So <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.